Mike's Daily Podcast. Hey! You won't believe what just happened. <laughs> I did an entire podcast that I didn't even realize. Mike's Daily Podcast. The funny thing when you do a podcast and nobody hears it. Is that like a tree that falls in the forest and nobody heard the tree fall? So did the tree really fall? My name is Forrest Kelly. Forrest Kelly was a guy who was on a TV show called Ghostbusters, but not the one that you know. And I have just dated myself because that was an old kid show. The real Ghostbusters. Daily Podcast. Before the other Ghostbusters happened. Wow, this is all fascinating stuff you can look up on the internet. But Mike's Forrest Kelly. Daily. Wait, D. Forrest Kelly Podcast. was McCoy. Yeah. Dr. McCoy. Not to be confused with Dave McCoy, who founded Mammoth Mountain, who I watched a fascinating documentary about. Oh my gosh, Dave McCoy. This guy skied down the hills in the Sierras back when there were no chairlifts, no rope toes, nobody driving you up to the top of the mountain. You had to climb up the mountain yourself with your skis and then go ski down. And nobody had skied down in front of you ahead of time so you were just skiing in free snow that could fall away underneath you and you could die and there he is and there's pictures of him skiing and he's got his shirt off and it's 1952 and it's crazy and he founded Mammoth Mountain in the High Sierras north of Bishop beautiful area he really got things going in 1971 I happened to be there in 76 I think I was just 6 7 years old up there skiing with my mom fun times have I ever snowboarded no but I miss skiing and I've been watching a lot of videos I told you I was going to do this I was going to look up Mammoth Mountain because I missed it and I've been watching all these skiing videos and loving it and I I would love to ski again but it's so expensive and you have to be really hardcore because it's cold up there and the chains and all that and here's today's podcast picture. Not a fan. But if I had a super duper truck or something that could get me up there, maybe I would like it more. But it's amazing. Dave McCoy, what a guy. Interesting fella about all the ways he invested time and money to make Mammoth Mountain what it is. Beautiful ski resort in California. And uh, he did it right at a time. Southern Californians were loving skiing. So, just mentioning all that with, for some reason, we were talking about For- Forrest, DeForest Kelly and uh, Dr. McCoy from Star Trek. Hey, this is the late great Basil the Boxer. Love him so much. Miss him so much. Hey, here's what I have found because uh, both my mom and my lovely lady's friend's mom. Uh, are both very like you you they don't go on the internet they don't open up websites well actually that's not true my mom does go on the internet she had a computer before i did but she uh will not she will not like open up accounts doesn't have a i think she's got one email account and that's it and anywho the point is that for me it all came easy learning the uh, cuz i've been alive since before the the dawn of email was proliferating the world and everybody has it but i uh my mom you know she took t- 
to some parts of it. But I figure if they had watched more Star Trek, our moms, and really gotten into sci-fi, they would have been prepared for all of this. Because we knew somewhere down the line we were going to be able to look at video and do FaceTime on our phones. And be able to talk to people, you know, like a Skype thing. And, and you know, we're going to need some kind of c- cyber world. We all knew this was coming. Sort of. And then you got the G-Zennials or whatever that, w- that were born into it. And they're, it's just here. They're, they've acclimated to it and it's fine. But for our moms, it's more difficult. Anywho, ballot harvesting. I wanted to talk about ballot harvesting. I had a bunch of stuff about, well, really quickly, and I'm glad this part didn't get recorded because I went on a big old rant about anti-vaxxers and pro-vaxxers and everybody else. But apparently the U.S. FDA has authorized the emergency use of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine for the prevention of COVID-19 to include children 5 through 11 years of age. The authorization was based on a thorough and transparent authorization evaluation of the vaccine that included input from independent advisory committee experts, experts who overwhelmingly voted in favor of making the vaccine available to children in this age group. And in the study, the vaccine was 90, 90.7% effective in preventing COVID-19 in children 5 through 11. Immune responses of children 5 through 11 years of age were comparable to those of individuals 16 through 25. Okay, and by the way, the AP reported a CDC panel recommends that most Americans should be given the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines instead of Johnson & Johnson after reviewing safety data. And that was, according to the Associated Press, the J&J shot can cause rare but serious blood clots which have caused nine confirmed deaths. I know two guys that got the J&J and they were both people that wanted to get the vaccine as soon as possible and they didn't want to deal with two shots. They just want to get it done and over with. Sometimes the getting it done and over with thing and getting it done before anyone else and getting ahead of the line and all that doesn't work out to your advantage. Ballot harvesting. Just wanted to jump into ballot harvesting. I did not know what it was. I looked up this article on findlaw.com. And it basically is to increase voter participation. Now, do we agree? Do we all agree that voter participation should be increased? That it should not be in the United States of America just a select few people that vote. That's the whole argument against the Electoral College. Well, Mike, I don't vote because of the Electoral College. Well, but if you all have the chance to vote as we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Drove Alley, Mont, the last place on earth, isn't that what democracy is? Isn't that the everybody having a hand in government? Or are we going to be cynical and say that doesn't exist? Don't just... Uh, dilute, your, dilute or dilute yourself, Mike. Okay. To increase voter participation, various organizations in multiple states have made active and coordinated efforts to collect absentee voters' ballots during elections. Then they drop them off at polling places or election offices. This is the whole crux 
of the whole thing, the whole argument about Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump says, oh, they just showed up with uh, truckloads and truckloads of these absentee votes, and none of them are real. They're all from dead people, and Trump won. Because these votes magically all appeared, and these people magically appeared with their trucks, and there's the video, and you can't dispute it. End of argument. I won. I'm really the president. I'm Trump. I will never acknowledge being a loser of any kind, anywhere, any place. This practice known as ballot harvesting has been effective. Some see the practice of ballot harvesting as a voter service that has long assisted elderly voters and Native American voters living on remote reservations. Or is it fraud? Bum, bum, bum. Nearly every U.S. citizen has the right to vote. Many citizens are unable to get to a polling place during the elections. There, it could be because of military service, injury or illness. They're on vacation. They're business travelers. There is a protocol for early and or absentee voting to accommodate voters. All states, all states have a protocol for early and or absentee voting. There is the no excuse states that will mail a paper ballot to voters upon request. That's similar to California. You just fill out the ballot, send it back to the election office. What I do is I fill it out. Then on election day, I take it down to my polling place. I drop it in the box. Other states require voters to fulfill specific requirements before the voter is eligible to receive an absentee ballot. In Arkansas, you've only got a couple of reasons why you can send in an absentee ballot. And that is, if you're ill, you got to have proof that you're ill. You have to have, or you have to have proof that you're physically disabled. Or you have to have proof that you serve in the armed forces. Or you're a dependent family member of someone who's serving. Or the only other reason you can get an absentee ballot in Arkansas is if you're temporarily living outside of the U.S. during an election. You automatically get mailed to you a ballot, I think here in California, also Washington, Oregon, Colorado, Hawaii will soon be doing that. Is ballot harvesting legal? In some states, yes. In some states, no. Some of the same tactics are used in both states where ballot harvesting is legal and where it is illegal. This leads ballot harvesting to generate controversy, praise, and criticism from people across the political spectrum. Some practices that are uniformly illegal across the nation include finding out a ballot, or, or I'm sorry, filling out a ballot for another person. You can't do that. So that's a no-no. Should not happen. But apparently, a bunch of people that hate Trump did that. And that's how Trump lost. Intimidating a voter into voting for and or against against a candidate. So a lot of people were intimidated. I want to vote for Trump. No, you don't. Okay, I guess I don't. And then, you cannot influence a voter's decision. They have to do it on their own free will. Does that explain... (laughs) All the people that listen to conservative right-wing talk radio, aren't they being influenced? You can make the same argument for people that watch CNN or listen to NPR. Aren't they being influenced? Either way, that's ballot harvesting. And 
That's a thing I will not be able to say if it's right or wrong. I do say, like I said at the very beginning, that we should increase voter participation. We should do it legally, make everybody happy, but good luck with that. Hey, we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. The podcast picture today is a recent podcast picture from Podcastro Valley. A nice little house with a little decoration I saw last night. See it at mikesdailypodcast.com and all the past podcast pictures. And here we are in Podcastro Valley. Mont, look who's here. Hi, Mont. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? That's a disgruntled fiddle player tell you what. What? Ballot harvesting is a sin, and everybody that voted for Biden in the last election, whether they did it from their house or in person, or if they did it at all, they're all illegal and should be put in jail. Tell you what. What? That's the truth. Uh huh. That's the truth to the disgruntled fiddle player. Don't make the disgruntled fiddle player more disgruntled than he is. Why are you disgruntled, disgruntled fiddle player? Well, have you ever seen a fiddle? Yeah. There you go. Oh, because of fiddles, he's a disgruntled fiddle player. And look who else is here. Hello, Mark. I make delicious root beer hasta mañana. Thank you. Wow, you know, root beer is really good for you. (sighs) That's a lie. That is some misinformation, everybody. It's not good for you. Especially the kind that has caffeine. That's not good for you. Now, maybe ginger root beer would be good for you. A little Moscow Mule action happening there. But next show, it'll be the wonderful Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. Chime in about anything we covered today. 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6-MM is in Mike Matthews. Daily is in what this podcast has been for a couple of days. And actually, I feel like I've done two two shows in a row. Because I did do a whole show that wasn't recorded. Wow. But it is only FF episode 2355-2355. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.